Welcome to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to other people. I am so excited because after a little hiatus due to the pandemic and need for social distancing, we finally have Leslie back. Leslie. Woo, back. Uh, it hasn't been the same without you. I've been, you know, interviewing people over the phone and dealing with tech problems and saying things oh. like, I need you to repeat that. I need you to repeat that. I am happy to, to be here. And it's one of my, uh, my favorite little pastimes. Well, thinking that this may be um, how we wrap up our fourth season, our, our last episode of 2020. Um, I found myself, Leslie, thinking, how do we end on a hopeful note? And I was searching and searching and searching for a topic that would be hopeful. And then I was like, I'm overthinking it. We should just talk about hope. Um, so, so I decided, and, and Leslie can, I can attest to this. I texted her about five minutes ago and said, you want to talk about hope? So we are not prepared or researched or we have no outline. We have no script. We just... Uh, we have might our reflect. lived experiences. We have our lives, yeah. And uh, and I threw on Facebook at the last minute a very time-sensitive request. So maybe we'll start there. I, I asked Facebook, what brings you hope in tough times? So, Leslie, I'm going to read some of these, and I, I just want your, like, raw wait, wait. reaction. Can this be, like, family feud where I give you oh. things? Where <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Um, Kate, is one of the answers on the board, my children. Yeah. So how, if this was really Family Feud, I would be like, I surveyed 700 of my Facebook friends, and the audience or survey says, yes, children come up. So like the first, let me look at this, the first three, four responses involve words like seeing my toddler smile things like that. People, people talked about their families. And so you guessed it. I mean, let's not overthink this, but what made you guess that as a top answer? I mean, cause that's uncomplicated. Yeah. It's like, uh, especially young children are pure <laughs> and even when they're, uh, um, I don't know, going through tantrums or whatever, pushing back, you're still like seeing them do things for the first time, watching them develop. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's growth. It's witnessing growth first, firsthand. Well, that makes sense to me that if we're searching for hope in tough times, watching other people grow, whoever they are, watching other people grow can give hope because you're, you're seeing evidence that like things don't stay the same. And, and people bring up their kids because your kids never stay the same. They are growing so fast. And, and, I'm, and a lot of parents say too fast. Um, and actually, to your point about, I think you said children are so pure. Uh, one person put on the Facebook message that I posted, uh, seeing my toddler smile and knowing how innocent she is. Um, something about innocence that gives us hope. Do we get tainted? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, like questionable intentions. How genuine are you? How authentic are you being with this? You know, and as we think about growth as something that gives us hope or, or witnessing growth, you know, another friend of mine, I should actually read this and knowing him, there's probably a few F-bombs in here. I'm not going to censor myself. Um, again, the question was, what brings you hope in tough times? And this is what he said. Watching a lot of my close friends use 2020 as a period of self-actualization for things they may have put off in the past, but are now reprioritizing, and whether that's passion projects, family, career goals, whatever. He said, he said, it brings me joy watching people I love follow their dreams in a year of fucking chaos. <laughs> and so you're right, Leslie, you know, watching people grow whoever they may be, whether they are toddlers or whether they are your good friends seems to really do something for us. I mean, I, am sure I've said this ad nauseum on this podcast. Um, but I feel like I always come back to like when I am in a dark place about my own life, the only thing I can do to dig myself out of there is to stop looking inside myself and to look and other people and help other people and that has and maybe that's a personality thing maybe that's a you know a, a truism for a lot of people I don't know um, but it refocuses energy right for me um, where I can you know say okay well I can't you know I can't change this these are circumstances you know, that I can't necessarily change. But sometimes just like refocusing and like listening to other people and, you know, and I think that's why, that's why for some people like volunteering mm. is such an impactful um, thing that they can do. Um, and, and, you know, like maybe, maybe you're thinking, well, but you know, people who do volunteer work, they're so altruistic. There's something in it for them too, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and it's that feeling of, hey, like maybe I can't change this one stupid circumstance, but maybe I can, you know, do something for somebody else. And then you see that it's, it's hard to see your own self change, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you're too you don't close realize to it. it. Yeah, you don't realize it until way after the fact, and you're like, oh, I am different. Mm -hmm. um, something changed. Something yeah. has changed within me. <laughs> something is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Playing by the rules, someone, someone else's game. game. Okay, that was our our best alphabet. Uh, and uh, please cut that. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting that because that's exactly what this podcast has been missing this whole time. While I've just been like talking to myself in a microphone, um, we need those wicked moments. Um, <laughs> But you know, you've got me thinking, Leslie, so you, I want to make sure I heard you right. You said that like a rule of thumb for you is like in tough times, stop looking within myself, look toward others. And, and you said, like, I don't know if that's universal. I don't know if that's just me. And I thought to myself, I don't know. I, I think I might be the opposite, but that's not that surprising. Because you and I have said so many times before on this podcast, you're more extroverted, you find your energy in other people, and I'm more introverted, I find my energy within, because 
when I'm starting to lose hope, I tap into what do I have control over? What can I focus? And I can rely on those things in myself. Um, so we might be opposites there if I'm even understanding you correctly. But if I am, I think we are different. And that seeing that spectrum from you to me might be helpful for the listeners to say, okay, well, where do I fall in there? That's really interesting. Um, I, I, I have to kind of marry on that a little bit just to think <laughs> about the ramifications of, you know, different personality types and, you know, what sort of um, like snaps you out of something. And, and so what do you, I mean, I guess I know you're going to get here. So I'll, I'll let, you know, keep reading uh, me the Facebook thing. I want to know what you do for help. Oh, I don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know, but I, I, I heard you like three or four times describe hope as an energy. And, and I think I even described it that way once. And I don't know, it's got me thinking like, okay, first, let me just say, I, I tend to be an eye roller when people talk about energy a lot. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Right. So when people are like, like you, you just know, like the next phrase is going to be like, can I sell you some essential oils? I know the next phrase, I'm not, I'm is not to, you know, people feel very strongly about their, their sense. The next but, phrase uh, is definitely a pyramid scheme coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, do you ever feel that your energy is off? Well, allow me to do this pitch for this product I have. So I get very nervous when we talk about energies, especially plural, when people talk about energies, I'm like what, mm -hmm. what's, what, are, what are energies? And yet, even though I get a little uh, cynical and a little wary, uh, you and I both used the word. So let's just, let's just think about that. Are, are we just describing hope as like an energy that we feel like a little activation that kicks in? So, I mean, hope potential, right? Yeah. So optimism. Yeah. Like there, like if you have hope, you have, you, you're feeling that there's a potential for change or you a potential for something different or something better or, um, and so, you know, you, you know, thinking about that potential energy, um, and then making it become, kinetic energy and oh now you're the definitely... only class i went to in that physics course so we're <laughs> talking about kinetic energy now you are definitely setting me up to buy some products <laughs> yeah well anyway listen i don't really know where i was going with that except we kept talking about hope as an energy and it made me think that could explain why you look for it outside yourself and i look for it within myself because isn't that like the definition of what distinguishes extroverts from introverts. So I was just yeah. trying to kind of pull those things together. Like that might be why you and I do this differently. We find our energy in different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you wanna really be thrown off? Here we go. Yeah. I Googled it. I Googled, like, I just put in the word hope. And when you just type the word hope, the first thing that pops up are like Google, like dictionary definitions of hope. And probably if I had gone to images, I'm sure the Barack Obama poster would have come up. <laughs> but here's what surprised me. Listen, I know how boring it is when someone goes, well, the dictionary defines hope as blah, 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 blah. I, I, I'm still going to do this. Isn't that the way you're supposed to start a paper? <laughs> I'm still doing it <laughs> because it was actually an amazing definition. The second definition just said 
in four words, a feeling of trust. And I was like, what? That's what hope is? Hope is a feeling of trust? And then I thought, well, then things feel hopeless, right? Because, <laughs> because think of our world right now. It's just like, it doesn't feel like there's much we can trust in the world. And I thought, well, no wonder everybody's depressed and everybody's like hating on life. Like if we are counting on trust to bring us hope, we in trouble, Leslie, we in trouble. Yeah. And I guess that's where faith comes in, which is something that we don't often talk about on this podcast because it's certainly not my wheelhouse, but um, for a lot of people, that's what they do, right? Is they tap into their faith. And they, they have faith that there's a higher being. They have trust that there's a higher being. You know, there's a purpose. That, mm -hmm. You know, there's yeah. some greater pattern that will be revealed to them in time. It's kind of what I started to think about as well. I, I thought, all right, well, if hope is a feeling of trust, as difficult as that feels right now, it makes sense to me then that some people find hope in a religious practice because they trust it. They trust in God. They trust in a higher power. And so if you feel that trust, I guess that makes sense that that's where you find your hope. And some people find hope from the strength of their families and they have trust there. And some people find hope in their own inner strength maybe they just have a lot of trust in themselves. Um, but I, I, I was really interested in the connection between hope and trust because I'm not sure I ever really thought of it that way. And I also love, I'm a sucker for any definition that's only four words. So it, it really could have been anything and I would have gotten all excited, but um, I'm, I like- I like well, it's just an abstract concept and I love that somebody was able to boil it down to four words. Four words, a feeling of trust. Um, and I guess, I guess the answer to our question, what brings hope may lie in the definition. Uh, if you're wondering what could, could help spark some hope in your life, you might ask a follow-up, which is who or what do you trust? Because you might find hope there. Yeah. Like what are your, what are your systems in place? You know, do you have a support system? Do you have, you know, is there a constant in your life that you know, you can rely on? Is that is that a person? Is that a practice? Is it an activity? Is it something within yourself? Yeah. Um, what so, what can you what can you rely on? Right. Yeah. And so for you, you were saying like you go. That's what you do. You go back to you know what you can, you know what you know that you can do, what you can yeah. affect, and you can trust yourself. I'm all I got, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I am an untrustworthy narrator, so. <laughs> I'm all I got. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think we are stumbling upon something that, you know, when people call you up and say, I don't know what to tell you. I just feel really hopeless right now. You know, I, I used to always, when I speak to audiences, they, they ask me, what do you do when someone's hopeless? And for years I've said, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you give someone hope. I, I wish I did. I wish there were hope pills that I could pass around and everybody gets their dose of hope to take today. Um, hope doses. That's the name of my next book, Hope Doses. Um, but but instead, it comes in like a bathroom copy. <laughs> It's just, it's just like pretty pictures and like six words. I'll call you a poet. 
You know, if people read hope doses, like in beautiful places, like mountains and beaches, they they will perceive that the book is giving them hope, but it's really like the beautiful environment that they're in. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for years I've told people, I don't really have a clue how you help people build hope, but I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if the clues are in, in your, as you said, Leslie, your systems, what can you trust? What can you trust? And can you find some hope there? And if, if, if your trust is in a particular spirituality or religious practice, then that might be the place for you to turn right now. If your trust is in your family, maybe you will find some hope by just spending time with them. You know, a few people in our Facebook response just said things like human connection, like just being with people, um, you know, that might just be where they find some trust. I have my undergrad in English, so I can't go into, you know, a podcast about hope without referencing the Emily Dickinson, hope is a thing with feathers go with it. Um, so that's, that's always like what it comes like when I think when, when Kate said, we're gonna talk about hope, I was like, hope is a thing with feathers. Um, and that's a poem you can, it's a pretty short one. Um, but it, it's, that for me is like, um, it's symbolic of, of uh, it's sort of flighty nature and, mm. um, you know, so it perches in the soul, it's the first line, perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Um, so it's flighty, but it's always there mm. somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in there. And I don't think that you can tell anybody what their hope is. And I think when you try to, you end up t- telling them something that you read on the inside of a Snapple cap somewhere yeah. and it comes off as super flimsy and, you know, I'm hopeless and you're like, well, have you tried yoga um or whatever which is always our punchline but um you know know, like we should have named the podcast have you tried have you tried yoga oh man yeah because that is sort of the punchline of every episode we do oh you don't have hope have you tried yoga um and now i'm thinking i'm going to name this episode hope is a thing with feathers makes it makes me sound cultured like you you know you 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 mentioned hope being flighty. And I think, I think it is. And I also think tough times can be flighty. Um, And and in that regard, they kind of go together. And, you know, when I asked the question on Facebook, what do you do to find hope in tough times? Number of people said, I just remember that tough times don't last forever. Um, And, and, as you were describing that hope kind of comes and goes and maybe it's not something that um, is always, always, always there, but it's like always in the background or something like that. I think that can be said for tough times as well. Maybe it's as flighty as hope is. Yeah. It's always darkest before the dawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we've said this many times, but if there's one thing we definitely know is that you don't give people hope by just demanding that they have it, like going around, (laughs) going around saying to people, just have hope. Um, I I haven't found that to work very well. Um, But I do think that hope is one of the more contagious feelings that we do have. And I'm not saying demand that people catch hope from you. But if you just go about your life in a hopeful way, I think you may find that people catch it a little bit. Um, and it's, it's always nice when our contagious feelings are good ones, because I think the most contagious feeling is anxiety, and that's a problematic one. But, but hope is a nice one to spread around. 
I guess I was reflecting on season four and there's a lot in there about pain and suffering. <laughs> and there's a lot in there about how these are really tough times and, and there's a lot of shitting all over 2020 as like this year has been awful. And listen, I don't disagree. This year has been awful. And you know, it's, it's been more awful for some than for others. Um, but I, I, I couldn't let us go out like that, Leslie. I couldn't let us go out like that, that, that I find there are still a lot of people managing to, to find a little hope. And, um, and you're, you're reminding us that it is, it is a fleeting thing that it can go away, but, um, but it can also always be found. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as we are, um, you know, rapidly approaching your end here, um, you know, there's a lot of people that will, you know, and, and I've already heard it a lot, right? Like yeah, 2020, worst year ever. People say it every year and every year I think they take over and on January 1st at 12.01 a.m. they are like struck with the realization that nothing has materially changed. No. Um, and that can be tough. Yeah. I mean not have anything to do with calendar or an election or um, I don't know. Am I getting too, maybe I'm too morose about this. Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't thinking that. Um, I was thinking, I was thinking a, a thing I commonly hear people say when they look back on January, right? So like it gets to be April, May, June, they look back on January and they say, I had so much hope. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had so, past tense, I had so much hope for this year. I was so hopeful. And then they get to some point in the year where they realize things didn't really look the way they thought they would look. And they seem really sad or disappointed that they, in the past, had all that hope in the first place. And um, it's got me thinking a little bit about... Uh, what is, it's it's not time exactly, but it's it's sort of like our position in time, and that maybe hope is something that always exists for what's ahead, and uh, it's hard to look back and judge your hope. When you look back and say, "Was I too hopeful in January?" You're, you're probably going to always say yes. <laughs> you're you're going to always say, "Oh, I had too much hope for this," um, but maybe hope is something that belongs, you know, ahead of us, looking to the future. And maybe there's not a lot of value in looking back and judging your hope from months ago or years ago. That was your hope then. What's your hope today? And what would you yeah. like it to be moving forward? I think hope is, is best suited for the future and um, less suited for taking a look at the past. Yeah. I, I'm not sure we achieved our goal of, be, of ending on a hopeful note. <laughs> you can't run from it. You must learn from it. Isn't that maybe, what they said in that line? Yeah, maybe <laughs> this is a lesson in not forcing it. You know, maybe maybe if the reality is, um, the reality is this was a tough year, and and I don't think we're ending this season on a super pitifully sad note. But maybe we are not ending it on a rah rah excited note either, because it was a tough one. We're all a little beat up. We're all just trying to like get to the next day. And folks, if you're searching for some hope. It seems that the clues are in where you find trust and where you find energy. 
And however you do those things, wherever you find your trust and your energy, you may be likely to find some of that hope for what's ahead. And I think Leslie and I are saying, if, if you're thinking that in the past you ever had too much hope, what's done is done. We look ahead. Any final thoughts, Leslie? Uh, trust the process and with bad love in a hopeless place. <laughs> all welcome. right. All my favorite cliches. Let's do it. Um, so this has been lovely though. This has been good. It's, you know, the listeners will only get to hear us, but, um, you and I are doing this on zoom so I can see your face, which is really nice. <laughs> I did makeup today. I did not. So (laughs) (laughs) I had like nine meetings this morning. I had so much hope that I was going to put on makeup and look good for this. I had, I had hope didn't work out. Um, but folks, for those of you listening, thank you for sticking with us through this tough year. And, you know, we, we, we hope for you better days ahead if this has been a tough one. And we hope for you that, you're able to find some of that energy and some of that trust wherever you do to keep moving forward. And in the meantime, you can always reach out to us at uh, our website is only trying to help.com. You can email us questions at questions at only trying to help.com, or you can email me directly at Kate and only trying to help.com on social media. We are, the handle is at I was O T T H keep in touch with us. We look forward to speaking with you in the new year. Take care.